Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Mason Dixon, finally back with my co-host, Corey, the Bayou Benders, and this is Habs Nightly, or hub for Habs content. Uh, yes, so after a very long and, you know, I want I don't want to say much needed, but kind of needed hiatus um, for school and stuff, um, although it's been frustrating, I have wanted to get back. I'm finally back, went a little longer than planned, um, and uh, it's great to be back talking and, you know, talking back with you, Corey, too, because we haven't uh, spoken too much, so... You know, we were kind of talking a little briefly before this, but let's uh, we're still kind of just catching up here. So how have you been, man? Have, how's the uh, how's the last month been since I've been away? Uh, fucking crazy. Um, new job. It's not kicking my ass, but the new responsibility is so. Challenging, I guess, not in a bad way, just still. Like it's getting better but it's still a lot of uh growing pains. I have uh I have a new disdain for young people. A like, new like your like your age. What's wrong with people my age? I don't know about over there by y'all, but just the guys that we got they're all different and unique, but they all are the same just phone zombied idiots that don't listen and they're not that bright and i'm not speaking for all of y'all but phone it's, zombie been, it's been tough actually, phone zombie i feel like is actually a great term i uh i finally i don't know if i mentioned this ever i finally downloaded tiktok oh my god <laughs> yeah. um and the time waster 5,000. <laughs> I've genuinely noticed that, like, my attention span has actually suffered. Like, to the point where, like, when yeah. I watch 
mm-hmm. looks now. I'm I'm watching, sorry, I'm it with subtitles. That was a that was a legit example just now for me. Like, <laughs> just started thinking and like paying attention to my thoughts instead of listening to you. Like my attention span was just like, all right, see you later. Yeah, like, well, I'm watching Netflix now with subtitles because I'm oh, so man. stupid fucking tiktok videos where you're like watching a clip of south park or something and there's some dude playing like i don't know like a temple run like on the screen (laughs) below it's it's terrible it's disgusting i had to delete it when i was doing my exams because i was just wasting and like you said like it's just wasted time like i feel like i could spend three hours on tiktok and not remember a single thing oh shit seattle just scored to tie it up they tied it up. Filthy right? goal. I think it was off of Schultz. Good Lord. 2-2. Two, two. Sorry, continue. No, it was basically the end of my little rant there. But, yeah, like, it's absolutely a waste of time. I got I got guys, Mason, that play on their phone all day to the point to where it's like, we have a group chat, right? You know, small company, learning it. Uh, we have a, a simple text message thread. And uh, everyone that uses it, I mean, if it gets used, you know, it's kind of quiet, you know, only when things happen, does it activate, you know, and it's like guys like, hey, has someone gone to this account in a while? Or has anyone seen this type of thing? And, you know, stuff along those lines. (laughs) And all the fucking all the kids, they just send stickers. They send pictures of them putting our sticker somewhere up at the bar. It has nothing to do with art. I mean, nothing to do with work. It's just like clout. And I, I they're just sending it to like a bunch of 30 year olds and older. You know, I think there's, I think honestly, it's like me and my sister and maybe one other person might be like in their thirties and everyone else is 40 and up. And it's, they're just like, cool. <laughs> Like they don't fucking get it. And it's like the kids are so worried about doing that that they don't realize that they're not fucking clocking out. And then we have to go back and fix a guy who made, you know, fucking 20. He's on his 26th hour, you know, the next day. And he's like, oh, I didn't punch out uh, the night before. And now we got (laughs) to we got to subtract all of this time from him. And he does it. He's like, I'm going to do better. And then does it like again in the same week. So yeah, that's that's my rant on today's youth. That is literally my that was my life while I was a manager at McDonald's. That was like 75% of what I did. Isn't that fucking just aggravating? Oh my god. Seattle scored again. Seattle scored again and it, they're pulling Ottinger. Holy shit. Continue. Sorry. I'm very invested into the series. I can see that. Well, uh Uh, should we uh let's talk about the elephant in the room because it's definitely big news in the hockey world big news where i'm from um the fucking leafs they finally did it you know after 20 fucking years they did it it's craziness it's crazy and I just feel a little dead inside. 
Yeah, it's sad that we can't pull that one out anymore, hey? I, I feel dead inside, and you know what? You got to tip your hat. They fucking figured it out, and Tampa still I'm remains like a piece of shit. Tip my hat. I can't. I refuse. Okay. They had they had a goalie. Tampa got goalied. They outplayed them. Um, look, I can tip my hat and say, okay, they finally, you know, I'm not gonna say figured it out. They were given opportunities in the game, and those outcomes, they were ap- they were able to capitalize on it. But I can't. I can tip my hat, but I can't piggyback with Matt, uh, Matt Drake, and root for the the Maple Leafs against the Panthers. I don't like either team. I know the Panthers, we want them to lose. That way it stays a better pick for us. I can't. I just watched the, the last game. <laughs> I was I was bored as shit. And, you know, it was just only little flashes where I would really get invested into the game. I mean, I think the Panthers are playing really good hockey right now. Um, that Brandon Montour is unreal. But I just don't care about the Leafs. Like, I'm not even, like, going to sit there and be like, beat Bobrovsky. At, at this point, I'm upset that, you know, I've picked Bobrovsky two years ago and very high in our league, and he fucking shit the bed, and he did it again this year, and now he's finding himself. I don't know. Yeah, I would agree that, like... Oh, I my t- God, they scored again. Seattle? 4-2. Holy. <laughs> um, I would agree 100% that, logically speaking, and for the betterment of my club, I want... Like, I don't... It would be better if Toronto won the series. For the Montreal Canadiens, it's better if Toronto wins. Absolutely. Fully acknowledge that, right? Mm-hmm. However, I think you're... I truly believe that if you are root, actively rooting and cheering for Leafs goals in this series as a Habs fan, <laughs> you are not a fucking, you're not a good fan. Like rivalries are, are, I feel like, you know, we've kind of gotten to this point where people are like, no, 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 we need anything for the team, anything that wins, right? We don't want any debt, anything detrimental to the rebuild. Look, part of a rivalry is that you stick your neck out just to fuck with your rival. <laughs> yeah. You know the same. I mean? <laughs> when you played Pokemon on the fucking Nintendo DS or the Game Boy, and you always said, you know how you always had your fucking stupid little rival that would challenge you? Yeah. Red. That motherfucker. Gary. He would go out of his goddamn way. No, I think his name was Blue. I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't remember, but he would go out of his fucking way. Just to fucking piss in your Cheerios and make shit difficult for you. That's what it should be like in sports, too. And Absolutely. It, it, I fully, I'm fully cheering for Florida. I know that realistically it'd be better if Florida lost. But when Florida scores, I'm fucking cheering because a Leafs loss. The only thing better than a Habs win in my book is a Leafs loss. Mm-hmm. They had that great guy that got clipped. Uh, I'm sure you've seen the TikTok. Uh, he's like a Sens fan. He's like, I don't care for either one of these teams. Uh, the Leafs loss is the Super Bowl for me every year. <laughs> I look forward to it. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that shit was great. Um, but no, I'm the same way. Uh, in, in certain, I, I think it's more for me. It's more uh, like the Leafs are just a no go. Um, I did like Jack Campbell's run. Um, but in no regards other than fantasy, do I give a fuck about the Leafs? Um, I feel like I can, I can tolerate a little bit of Boston. I can tolerate New York. Uh, but it doesn't matter like what generation of Leafs it is. I'm I'm sure I'm just going to, I think it's the whole combo fans, team (laughs) attitude. Yeah, and let's be honest. Like, Leafs fans are just going to be absolutely intolerable if they make it past the second round. Yeah. <laughs> what I thought was truly pathetic, though, and, like, some a lot of what I'm saying is just me being a Habs fan, but I genuinely believe this is pathetic. When the Leafs beat um, Tampa and Florida had yet to play Game 7 against Boston and they were cheering, we want Florida. Oh my like, God! Right? That like, is. Not, let's take the easy way out. You're so fucking yeah, pitiful. That is not the flex you think it is. That is. <laughs> we, want, we want the. We want the walk. We want to walk in. At least when exactly. we were going up against Tampa Bay, we were like, we want to face the better team. Like, what? What? It would have been genuinely like I would have fucking respected the shit out of Leafs fans, and it would have looked hard like i feel like they thought they were sick for i know they were just ecstatic like i couldn't imagine the pure, pure euphoria leafs fans were feeling in that moment but chanting we want boston is a lot better message because like could you imagine if they if the leafs conquered tampa and boston this year i would have genuinely had them as my cup favorites from that point out mm-hmm. but you know boston do you want to talk about that? What appears to be one of the biggest, cho- maybe the biggest. It is the biggest. It is this. the biggest, dude. The Tampa one, the Tampa one isn't, the Tampa one's hilarious. Everyone was, 2019 playoffs is this, it, it's the 2023 playoffs have the same feel to me. All of the big dogs lost, all the underdogs just came up, showed, showed, showed up and just did the thing. And now we have it. Yeah, I am. I, by the way, I don't mm-hmm. want to get sidetracked with this. I am fucking shocked the Avalanche got eliminated. Oh my god. I, I want to talk a good bit on Seattle in a minute. Um but yes, back they've to- been impressive. It's just this playoffs, what's happening is like it's like a reset and it's fantastic. Everyone who's here um could honestly take it. It it's crazy and miracles can happen. <laughs> But um, yeah, what happened to Tampa? Hilarious. They did their thing, but I just feel like Boston has a collective of guys, and like a lot of these guys are are done. You know, they're re- probably retiring. This was it. On and David Krejci swan song. This was it. Their last dance. They like, had. Keep going. I'm sorry. Sorry. They had the greatest goaltending tandem i had think i think it would be fair to say the greatest goaltending tandem i have ever seen in my life i can't think of a better one too 
that mm-hmm. I like, while I have been an NHL fan and maybe there's a super obvious one and people are going to be screaming at me. Like maybe you could say Murray, Murray and flurry in Pittsburgh. But when you but really, I don't know. They, they did something very unique this year. And it's like, this is, they, they were the biggest example of the goalie tandem system. And like when the goalie tandem system doesn't work in the future, they'll be the namesake. Like this is what you wanted. Corey, this is like, what they were trying to do. Like, Linus Dahlmark led the NHL in save percentage with a 938, and Swayman <laughs> was fourth with a 920. Jeez. Like, it's it's unheard of what they did. Um, goals against average, same thing, one in four. Um, it like they just dominated, and really, it wasn't. I don't think like we've seen something like that really because in, in you talk about Murray and flurry, they did it in the playoffs and maybe a bit in the regular season. I just think like to have the Vesna caliber, right. They both could have easily won the Vesna this year. Oh, um, and Linus Allmark will win the Vesna. I think there's no doubt about that discussion. Yeah, he's kind of solidified and, it. And then you, you, you know, you look past the goaltending and you look at what David fucking Pasternak did. 113 mm-hmm. points, 60. Pretty quietly, points. too. Like, no one yeah. really talked goals this year. There's so many players that you can say pretty quietly this year. No one talked about anything other than fucking really Connor McDavid. Like, he just took everything. Hard not to. But Pasternak having what you could arguably say is maybe the greatest individual one of the at least one of the top five greatest individual Bruins seasons ever mm-hmm. um Sean really played. modern performances yeah you saw david Krejci return to the nhl and play phenomenally yeah like let's skip a beat <laughs> lindholm having a resurgent offensive season 53 mm-hmm. points charlie mcavoy coming back from injury and almost being at like a point per game jake debrusque Having, I think he had like 50 points in 60 games, almost a 30 goal season. Um, they then trade for Dmitry Orlov, who goes on a fucking tear. Um, they've just, their team, while you look at it, and I think a lot of the guys didn't have a lot of like huge numbers outside of Pasternak this year. Like Marshawn, for example, was injured. Bergeron's mm-hmm. getting older, slowing down, but they still had that insane core that insane depth elite talent um and you know the c you then you look at the standings and they blew the competition away like not even close 135 fucking points (laughs) 65 win season the greatest season we have ever seen in nhl history they had 12 regulation losses Carolina was second in the league and they had 21. Almost double or the amount of regulation loss. It's incredible what Boston did. And you and you can chalk that all up and say, look, we've seen a lot of present other presence trophy winning teams, you know, do this. Like you talk about Tampa, but this team is a veteran team too they've made the finals recently against st louis a lot of these guys have won championships before Mm -hmm. um in 2011 like you have guys that were on that team 
and you have a very like veteran group of guys this season not only is it the biggest choke because of the statistics and you know what they did what they accomplished but also because they aren't going to be able to replicate this next year it is patrice bergeron swan song david krejci's got to go is going to retire let's be honest he came out of retirement once um who else you've got guys that need contracts you're going to have to you figure out your goalie tandem next year you're going to be able to keep both these guys what's brad marshawn going to do is he going to stick around like it's you know like you said this is the worst choke <laughs> in nhl history that's not to say tampa is i think tampa is actually a much tougher opponent than people give them credit for because you know or sorry not tampa sorry florida um look what florida did last year right there i think they won the mm-hmm. president's trophy last year and yep. then they end up choking um look this is a very good team they're they still have a lot of the guys on that you know they traded um huberto and uh, Mackenzie Weger, but this is still a very, very good team. And Matthew mm-hmm. Kachuk is a certified superstar, but still, boss, like it was. Yeah. When the expectations are that high, it, it's championship or bust. At least make it to the third round, and <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, it was. It's just a certified supreme choke. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was just. It wasn't as bad for Tampa because they were so they were still such a young team. Exactly. And, you know, they didn't they didn't crumble. It was it was pretty well built, you know. A lot of these guys were came up or at least were on low contracts where you could keep them. This for Boston, it's like it's everyone like you said, it's like the the veteran team trying to close it out one more time. Uh like just a a, a legit group of veterans that are just like let's close it out and we'll call it this know. was their last dance. <laughs> it was. It sucks, dude. Like, Marchand is going to be, I think, 35, 36 next year. Like, he's getting old. You've got, like, I, like outside of Bergeron, right? You're just talking about the guys that are aging on that team. Yeah. And... Sorry, not just Marshawn. Like, I'm trying to think who else. Um, even like Taylor Hall, who's on that team, like he's turning 32. Um uh, Nick Felino. Like, I'm sorry, I'm pulling, I don't have the roster in front of me. I'm kind of pulling things into my ass here. But you've got guys that are it's it's not a young core, like you said, right? There's no there's no prospects coming. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's not like it's a good blend. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's their entire existence for the past, you know, 20 years. Yeah, exactly. Like, like their cornerstones they, are like, sorry. Like, you know, I truly believe, and you say that Boston's one of those teams that just never seems to fucking go away. As all other dynasties have crumbled. And I'm not going to say Boston's a dynasty, but they are one of the truly elite organizations in the National Hockey League. Boston has maintained relevance. They are always, they're always there. They're always relevant. Um, but 
the future of this team is not in the next five years. It's season by season at this point. So yeah, it was just a, I honestly couldn't believe I, I never once thought Boston was going to lose that series until they did. I thought they had it in the bag yeah, it was up tough. until Carter Verge, he scored in overtime. Mm-hmm. I, I thought, I don't know I, that that OT was just so tough. Like they had no possession. They just looked like they were just scrambling the entire time. And what's sad is, the Panthers didn't look that organized. <laughs> they looked like they were easily well, knocked off. You know? Yeah, and that's the thing. The Panthers, they seemed to – we were talking about this. Every game the Panthers are involved in, I I don't think any team has been in, in, like in control. They're like Mr. Magoo. Like, they're just getting it, you know, but they're like sloppily – luckily getting opportunities and they're just capitalizing on them. All right. Well, uh, just like old times, Mason's computer is shit the bed. So while Mason restarts his computer, we'll, uh, we'll go to our sponsors uh, over at DraftKings. Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Um, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050. Or visit gamblinghelplinema.org in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Kansas. Call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, uh, Kansas, 21 and older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply and see draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Good Lord. Let's face it. With coffee starting at $5, yes, even without any customizations, and our bank accounts somehow always depleting, we are officially entering a dupe, a dupe session. Good Lord. Most products do the same thing, but at but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate or dupe is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on is Raycon's wireless earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point so you can listen to what you want, when you want, without breaking the bank. Um, Honestly, it's tight. Mason's in debt. I make a little bit better money now, but I can't go blowing it on dumb shit, especially things like headphones where you they're just so easy to lose now nowadays. Um, but I don't if I lose a Raycon, it's it's I can just go it's like sunglasses. Just go get another pair from the store, you know. Um, but Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. 
you can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of those other more big name tech brands out there. Raycon's no Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy now, pay later options. Right now, you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product protection insurance for just a few bucks, and they offer free domestic shipping and flat fee international shipping. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Um, as always, you know, some of my favorite features, they don't really fucking change. Uh, the amount of playtime, eight hours of playtime, and then you could turn around on your lunch break and throw them on the charger. You'll get another, I'd say about an hour and a half out of it, depending on how long your break is. Mine was normally like 30 to 40 minutes. So, you know, that's what it would give me, right? So you're looking around like 10 hours to play if, if you had like a petty man's uh, break. Um, I like the noise isolation. A lot of times um, I don't want to listen to my coworkers or the people that are in the bar as I'm working. I just want to get in and get out, get in my zone. Uh, perfect for the gym in that aspect as well, too. Uh, but also um, wearing them a lot all the time. Uh, it normally would hurt your ears. You know, it like feels like it's stretching it out. Uh, but they have these gel tips that are really nice, comfortable, and uh, they don't have I don't get issues with them staying in all day. And I wear headphones like 24 seven, unfortunately. Uh, but anyway, go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today and get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off buyraycon.com slash THPN. Excuse me. All right, Mason, we're back. Um, hope you are. Let's see if we can hear from him. Mason. I am back. Fantastic. So look, we're among the living. Hell yeah. So uh, while it's fresh on my mind, middle of that ad read, um, I don't know, man, something about dupe. I thought dupe meant to be like, you know, um, not duplicate. I thought it meant like to be like uh, a child's word version of being fucked over. Not duplicate. Dupe was like to trick someone. That's what I'm saying. Like, like a child's. You dupe me again. Not like, oh man, fucking, I got a dupe. I got a dupe of this. I can't lie. I think that might just be like. Is it? Is uh, it? Still, I don't think that's what dupe means. To be honest, I think dupe is like. Do you trick. think that they're reaching? You think they're reaching to like a young? Oh, audience? I think I, I can't lie. I think they're reaching a little. I think they're reaching a little. What if? What if the I think kids? This is younger, just what, like the 2023 need to like short shorten everything and abbreviate mm-hmm. everything. I'm fucking duped up. I'm duped up, man. I got two two eighths on me. Duped up. You got a sativa and an indica blend. I'm fucking over here duping. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. It's just I I was reading it and I, I was like. It was like blowing my mind the whole time. I was like, I don't, I don't think that's what it means. And I'm excited to have to read that for a month. Uh, but I do love Raycon, those things. Um, it works, it works in their favor because like $18, I can fucking fast foods like more expensive than that. I could blow 18 bucks on a pair of headphones and then if I fucking lose them, 
or lose one of them or it falls on like bourbon street i'm like yeah i'm not fucking grabbing that i'll just go buy another pair that you know is basically like a dollar almost in today's economy yeah quality headphones so look man um going pretty long and at this point we're rolling the dice with mason's fucking computer uh so i do have one more I wanted to talk about the Devils too, but I really think that Seattle is is owed some talking. They have to be. They just have to be. You okay with yeah, that? I don't know what the fuck what the fuck they're on right now, dude. To go from a team that was what like shit almost last place last year didn't. I think because of Vegas, you know, like. It just it was a tough season their first year. Um and then just to turn it around this quick with like a young core, and then the vets that are on that team are just rocking it right now. And it's still four two uh in the Dallas game right now. Um, but guys like Jordan Eberle have just been unreal. Between Jordan Eberle? Huh? Sorry, I kind of kind of cut. Oh, I kind of cut out a little bit. Uh, no, no, I was saying like guy, like like older vets like Jordan Everle, uh, have been just fun to watch along with the young the young core that they got over there with like uh, Matty Beers and shit. No, absolutely, and like Seattle too. Like people forget that. Seattle had a 70-point score and Jared McCann, who was also mm-hmm. a 40-goal scorer. Vince Dunn had 64 points this year, was one of the top point-getters for defensemen. Had, like, a renaissance year. Jordan Eberle, 63-point campaign. You know, Jordan Eberle, if, if you want to talk about, like, the model of consistency for a top-six player... Jordan Everly is that like mm-hmm. has that guy ever had a bad like a terrible year? I don't think so. No, he was phenomenal with every team in, in some aspect. You know, <laughs> he's been good everywhere he's played. And the other thing is, he scores big fucking goals. He's always had, always has. I'm not sure. I haven't really watched like been kept kept up with the Avalanche series too much, but. Everly is a clutch performer. Like he's a Canadian hero in the World Juniors. He mm-hmm. just he always scores big goals. Matty Berniers too, like almost had a sixty point year as a rookie. He's only going to get better as the more games he plays. And uh, you know, we talk about Seattle, and I think goaltending was absolutely their issue this season. But they seem to win despite you know, in spite of their goaltending. And Peter Grubauer is a guy that, you know, has a lot of playoff experience. And I think, you know, we saw against Seattle or sorry, against um, Colorado, he played pretty good. And I think that I don't think he's the guy I would absolutely want as my number one. Um, Obviously Colorado moved on from him last year and it turned out well for them, but I think he's a pretty damn good goalie when he's on and, yeah, the Seattle team is there are no pushovers, that's for sure. They like they didn't even finish the season um 
low. I think they were like they were like twelfth coming into the playoffs. Yeah, like they they're they're a solid hockey team. Yeah, and they're like I, I always hate saying it, but like they they're just like a real gritty team. Like they they have future superstars, and then just a lot of really you know middle of the pack veterans that are just. I'm not I'm not going to say overperforming but like finding their game again and it's just it's just becoming a fun team to watch. The Colorado series was actually a really it was really enjoyable. Like you knew what you were going to get out of Colorado and you were just impressed to see how is Seattle going to hold their own against them. And then like Philip Grubauer this year, you know, last year it was terrible. This year he came in <clears throat> late, you know, Martin Jones who was Another goalie that, you know, I figured is washed up. Any San Jose fan probably feels the same way. Um, but it was just like everyone's like redemption year for this team. And then and then the young guys um, were finding their strides with, you know, while the while the veterans were like, you know, this this is like easy again for us. Like things are connecting. Um, like guys like Yanni Gordon stuff, too, like uh, even adding like uh, Eli. uh Hovenen from the Preds, he's been great for them as well. Um, Absolutely. And, and the other thing is lots of depth too, right? They have mm-hmm. six 20 goal scorers and Hovenen had crazy? 18 and he only played 61 games. Like, And I think Tanev had 16 as well. It kind like, of reminds me a- of San Jose a couple of years ago. You remember they had like eight guys with that were 20 goal scorers. And then, the, and then like, um, there was like three or four guys after that were 15. Like right before it was like either the year before they got, um, what's his name? Uh, Eric Carlson, or it was like the year they got Eric Carlson. Like they were just insane. And it kind of reminds me of that looking at their, this, you know, this current year's uh, performances from everybody. Daniel Sprong too. Like, you know, a a lot of people, you know, kind of wrote him off. 20 goal year. I mean, he's starting to feel himself, start, starting to find like a rhythm. And if he places roots here, I'm sure you can get used to seeing this. Absolutely. And and I would be remiss not to mention that um, the Leafs and, you know, Pittsburgh traded Jared McCann, um, obviously a player that, a player that bounced around so much from Vancouver to Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. but the worst of all, I think, was Toronto trading for him just so they could expose him and protect Kerfoot. That yeah, isn't that something, <laughs> dude? Forty goals, is thirty so assists. fucking funny to me. <laughs> Goodness, almost. I mean, full point shy of twenty power play points, dude. Like. He had a year. Jesus. Jesus. Um, I'm I'm excited for this team. You know, I feel like I don't I don't watch them enough, but I feel like because they're all like middle of the pack guys that are just feeling it. I might be wrong, might be a stupid opinion, but I feel like you could slot them in anywhere. Like it's just drag and drop with this team. You can find rhythm with just about anybody you stick. Excuse me, just had a fucking sneeze fit. Um, you could stick with. And then there are no there are no pushovers in the back end either. All right, sorry about the little uh 
miscommunication, folks. But, but yeah, dude, uh, excited to see what Seattle can do after um, we'll end this series. We didn't get a chance to talk about Dallas. I'd like to talk about them next time, but uh, we are we are getting a little lengthy on the on the recording. Um, so I know Mason's a little. He's got a little personal stuff to do. I'd like to get my notes done for tomorrow and then uh, finish watching this game. So, Mason, um, why don't you close us out, big guy? All right. Thank you guys once again for um, stopping by, uh, listening. It's great to be back um, talking about hockey. The hiatus was kind of killing me. So I'm excited to uh, – you know, get to do some of the projects and stuff we are going to talk about this summer and kind of get back into the groove of things. Um, Hooray! <laughs> so, yeah, no, thanks. Thanks a lot. Um, we got some stuff. Uh, we're going to have some discussions here and, you know, excited to uh, keep talking about the playoffs. Obviously, we didn't really get to talk about the Habs much this episode. I think next episode we'll try to lean it back there. Uh, as we approach the draft, um, the draft lottery is happening too, so we'll have some stuff to talk about. And, uh yeah, it'll be really exciting to uh, kind of get into the nitty gritty of the draft and uh, see where Montreal is going to be picking. So uh, we'll uh, look forward to that and look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Thank you all. This has been Habs Nightly. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at the hockey podcast or wherever you get your podcasts from.